scripture memory verse, Ephesians 6.13 tonight. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that... Actually, that's wrong, isn't it? Therefore take up, yes, the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Ephesians 6.13. Anybody else? I'm going to read it. Okay. What? Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to with with wisdom withstand withstand in the in the evil day and having done all to stand. Position six thirteen. Good job, John. Anybody else? Good job. Anybody else? Well, let's look. I, you know, John read the King James. Wherefore, um, it's not take up, but take unto you. But take up. Now remember, uh, in six ten, or excuse me, six eleven, it's put on the whole armor of God. And now he's saying to take unto you, or New King James, take up. So you can't put it on unless you take it up. You have to get started. Have you began to put it on? Have you started taking it up? Are you searching it out so that you can take up or take unto you the whole armor of God? And so... That's, it's very important that you know that today's today to get started. How many years have you been hearing about the armor of God? How many years have you been reading or hearing about getting the word prayer and fellowship? How many years have you been saying you're a Christian? And then we come to this again and again and again. And Paul tells the uh, church at Ephesus, finally... Finally, not as if it's the last thing I want to tell you, but it's the most important thing in many ways because we're going to find out that that putting on the armor is putting on Christ. We're going to find out that it's the most important thing that we can do because this is how we're renewed by the knowledge of God. And so he says, finally, be my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Yeah. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, put, excuse me, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Listen, that's our position, to stand. But we have to start somewhere. Our place is going to be to stand. That's where we want to end up at. We have to take it up and then begin to put it on 
And standing is the place we want to end up at. Standing in the truth, with the truth, because of the truth. And then he says, stand therefore, verse 14, having girded your waist with truth. So we put on truth. This is going to be next week's verse too. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And that's Paul, and that's the, uh, his finally. And so you and I need to understand that, that he's given this uh, uh, command to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the devil's methods. Well, again, his methods are lies. His methods are deception. His method is to try to confuse you and get you to follow other things. His method is to try to get you to play religion. And we can't figure out all of his methods. Listen to me. We could set and make a list after list after list. But what we want to put on is the armor of God, which is truth. We're putting on a person. It's Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And as we go through this, as I said, every piece of armor you're going to find out is Christ. So we're putting on Christ. Take up the whole armor of God. Not just learning a little bit about God, but we get started and we keep and we're supposed to stand and be standing. Now, again, I believe that the enemy, it's all lies that he fights with. And we need to be putting on truth, learning truth. And I think that in Colossians 3, we can get a little understanding to that. And I'm going to quickly go here. I don't want to spend a lot of time here, but I want you to maybe look at it later. If you want to have homework, read through Colossians 3. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read about 17 verses. I'm not going to make many comments, though. I just want you to see it because, again, this is our place and our position and our power in Christ. And Paul says, writing to the church in Colossae, if then you were raised with Christ, raised in resurrection out of the grave, seek those things which are above. That's where our focus should be, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Now, if we would have been studying all of, of Ephesians, we would know that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, right there with him. We've been raised with him. And uh, these are positions that we have, an identity that we are. And the two, he says, set your mind on things above. That's twice now. Not on things on the earth. Don't be entangled with this earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So that's why we've been raised. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. That would be a wonderful day. So he says in verse 5, Therefore, 
Put to death your members. Mortify the deeds of the flesh which are on the earth. And then he lists them. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, look, why is the wrath of God coming upon the sons of disobedience? Because of these things. Because of our members, because of our flesh, because of this fornication and uncleanness. It's all idolatry. In which you yourself once walked. That's who we used to be, but we died and we've been raised and we're seated in heavenly places. When you lived in them. Now we don't live in them. We might stumble in some of these things. We might fall short, but we confess them. But we don't live this way anymore. That's past tense. Such were some of you, he told the church in Corinth. But now, verse 8, you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy. Here's a really good one. Filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is what renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, listen to this, 115, 115 tells us that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. That's who Jesus is. That's who we're supposed to put on. We take off the old man. Our old man is in the grave. Our sin nature is dead. It's in the grave. We don't have to give it life. And how does it get life? When we choose to give it life. When we choose to listen to the lie of the devil, when we choose not to obey God and follow truth, we give the old man life. But we're supposed to put off the de his deeds. We're supposed to mortify those deeds. And we're supposed to be putting on the new man. Putting on the new man is putting on Christ. Put on the armor of God. Put on his armor and be renewed in knowledge, knowing a relationship, and renewed in the knowledge of who God is, according to the image. So you have to search that out to put it on, of him who created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, skinny, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Now listen. We need to be putting on the truth of the Word of God. This is the place we get truth. 60, 66 books by 40 authors. We're putting on the armor of God. It reminds us of who truth is and what it looks like. It reminds us of our position and that those places are covered in Christ. And we're going to get to that as we go through the weapons. And then he says here, Therefore... As the elect of God, holy and beloved. That's who we are as the elect of God. We're holy and beloved because he is holy and beloved. Because he is righteous, we are righteous. It says again, put on. These are things that are Christ-like. Tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. Listen, that's the greatest quality of God. Forgiveness. He forgave me, now I want to forgive you. Forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, 
Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. It's a command that if we're dead and we've been raised with Christ and we're walking in the newness of life and we're putting on the new man and becoming like Christ, which is what salvation is all about, then we should be forgiving to others just as Christ forgave us. But above all these things, look here, because we're going to see that in Ephesians when we're putting on the armor of God. He says, above all, take up the shield of faith. Here he says, above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Why? Because God is love. And every bit of this is putting on Christ. Christ is God. What we want to do is take off ourselves. Get undressed as if you will, like you were in a uh, dressing room and you said, okay, these clothes are dirty. My sin nature is dirty. It's unclean. It's vile. It's no good. I recognize it when I see truth and I say, Lord, forgive me. And I begin to take it off. He, he cleanses me and washes me uh, uh, and, and he's cleansing me of all unrighteous acts. And he's changing my mind. He's changing my desires. And I'm putting on love, which is the bond of perfection. And then he says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Literally, let it be the umpire. Peace of God in your hearts to which you were called in one body. And be thankful. Listen, as you're putting on the armor of God, as you're living this life, be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name, which means his character, his nature, his authority, his will. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Giving thanks to God the Father through him. Of course, giving thanks to God the Father who sent his son. Who sent his son so that we would have a redeemer, a salvator, one to die on the cross for our sins. So we know that the devil is mighty, but God is almighty. So listen to me, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Look to God's provision. Look to His might. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So we want the spirit to lead us. The spirit to help us put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and powers. It's against the rulers of the darkness of this age. It's against the spiritual host of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up, take to yourself, take up the whole armor of God. Continue in the word, continue searching it out that you may be able to withstand. Listen, this is a different word. Withstand, not just stand, withstand in the evil day. It means, it's from the word anti, it means to stand against, it means to oppose and resist, just like James said, he said, submit to God and resist the devil. Here he's saying, put on the armor of God so you can resist the devil. 
If you don't know the difference between truth and lie, you have to do it with the Word of God. Listen, you can't do it with emotion. There's a lot of church folk out there today who in their emotion wants to believe in racism and all of this systemic stuff that the liar is telling us. And they're totally being deceived. This is not truth. Truth is a person. It's Jesus Christ. We should not be apologizing for things we did not do. We want to be able to resist. Resist in the evil day. Now listen to me again. Evil day. Evil period. Evil season. Evil world. Listen, this word evil means hurtful. It means evil in effect or influence. Listen to me. It's not just something that might cause harm. It affects you and influences you. Just like a lie will infect your heart. Infection in your heart. It will affect you. It will influence you. And you will think you're living for God and you're really following a lie. You're really marching to the beat of the wrong drum. So we have to realize that the whole world lies underneath the sway of the wicked one. He wants us to follow his lies that sound good. But our battle is not flesh and blood. Our battle is not to go fight in the street. Anyone who thinks that you return reviling for reviling, even if there were racist people, even if there is a racism problem, you don't go out and burn down buildings to fix it. God says, forgive those who spitefully use you. You forgive them. You pray for them. You share the gospel with them. The only way to change these issues is because we have a sin problem, not a skin problem. You change a person's heart. You don't burn down their property. You don't burn down their building. God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. So if there's something to be repaid, we don't go pay for it. We are to forgive and to share the gospel and to become one in the family of God. There's one human race and there's one family of God. And the devil wants to lie to us and act like there's a bunch of different places that are of God and they're not. God is of truth. And we need to understand so that we can withstand in the evil day. Remember Job? Job had an evil day, an evil season, an evil time. And he withstood because he stood on truth. He stood on truth even when people were counseling him bad and telling him bad. When people, when he couldn't understand, he stood on the fact that he knew his Redeemer lived and he would see him in the land of the living. We want to stand on truth. We don't want to try to take vengeance on our enemies. We pray for our enemies, Jesus said. And we need, our goal is to put on the armor. Our goal is after we withstand is to do what? To continue standing. Look, he said to withstand in the evil day. And after we've done all, stand. Our position is always to be standing. Not fallen, not stumbling, not dead, but still standing for Christ, with Christ, in Christ. No matter what's going on, as long as we have breath, 
We want to be standing in that truth. Not stumbling and following a lie, a false narrative to control emotions, to influence emotions. If you follow your feelings, you will end in a, up in a ditch. Follow by faith the truth of God. Listen. Listen to me. You can be in an upright position, physically standing, and be spiritually dead, spiritually fallen, spiritually stumbling, spiritually deceived. Just because the physical body's standing upright, fighting in the streets, doesn't mean that you are standing spiritually. Standing spiritually means I'm obeying the truth. I'm learning the truth. I'm fighting with God's weapons. I'm putting on the armor of God. I'm taking off the old sin nature in the old ways. And I'm putting on God's ways because I'm not from here. I, I'm looking above. I'm looking into heavenly places where I'm seated. Listen to me. Many people think they're okay, but that is religion. You can stand upright physically, but if you're not standing for truth, with truth, on the truth, you may be deceived. Stand means to abide and continue and remain. What are we abiding and continuing and remaining in? In Christ, for Christ, as a witness to Christ. So we must stand. He said, put it on, and we have to start by taking it up or take unto you. Have you owned it? Have you owned the truth of the gospel? Are you taking the truth unto you so you can begin to put on the whole armor of God so that you will have the ability to withstand the lie of the devil in the evil day? Listen, every day is evil on this planet. Every place is evil except for the place where Christ rules and reigns in your heart. This is an evil world. God has allowed Satan to give you a choice and to lie to you. And the way we put on the armor is to learn what that truth is so we can recognize the lie and so that we can choose to stand in the truth, in Christ, with the armor of God, no matter what the liar says. But if you're not taking unto you the truth, the whole armor of God, and we will see this is a person, he's truth, he's our righteousness, he's our peace, he's the author and finisher of our faith, he's our salvator, and he is the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. We'll see this as we go on in the coming weeks. So therefore take up the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all our place is to continue standing. Have you done what you need to do? Listen what this word means. To work fully. To finish. Have you done all you can do? Or are you still listening to the lie? Listen to me, it's so important. 
original sin was because of a choice Eve made to listen to the lie and not walk in the truth, not stand in the truth, not continue, abide, and remain in the truth. And Christians are doing it all over the place. They choose to believe their emotions, their feelings, and the lie of the world instead of abiding, continuing, and remaining in the truth of Christ. We need to wake up. Wake up. For our salvation is nearer today than it's ever been. Next week, 614, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, that's a belt, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As believer priests, we've got this breastplate of righteousness. We're being clothed like priests. We're putting on Christ. Okay, so put that in, in a, a piece of paper. Write it down. Memorize it this week. Ephesians 6.14. Amen?